0: Ah, 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 my shot of life, my shot of life, ah. Welcome to the podcast. That was a little bit of my singing. Uh, If you're looking for a lead singer in your band, Steve has got your back. Sponsored by Steve's Singing Social Club.
1: Nice, the SSSC.
0: (laughs) A little bit confusing. Welcome to another episode of My Shot of Life with your co-hosts, Steven and... Today, we're talking about good old recreational leagues. Rec leagues. Different recreational sports and the leagues ranging from youth development programs all the way up to adult sporting activities. So we're going to talk about that, give you our thoughts. And today, we're sipping on the longest beer title I've seen to date. The Anderson Valley Brewing Company's holy... Wait, I'm already saying it wrong. The Kimmy the yink, and the Holy gose Ale. So this is some sort of play on... Uh, the Father,
1: the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There you go. For all you religious folk out there.
0: So that is... This is a gose, uh What is it? 4.2% alcohol like per a volume.
1: Basically light beer strength.
0: Yeah, but, you know, per usual with the goses, it's just with strong flavor.
1: That's right. One of my favorite styles.
0: Before I open this bad boy up, I want to tell you what we're talking about on today's segment of Toilet Talk. We'll be discussing recreational league bathrooms, recreational (laughs)
1: sport. Parks and rec bathrooms. Parks, there you go. Public bathrooms that are in the wilderness.
0: That's right. They can get dirty, they can get nasty. Let's tell you about that a little bit later on. And then lastly, we'll wrap it up with our verses this week, which, keeping with today's theme... Recreational sports uh, snacks, you know. um, The biggest thing for me right now is sunflower seeds, but, you know, we'll talk about some other snacks. We'll taco about. I don't think there's any sport that tacos. What
1: about Mexican League soccer?
0: I don't know. We should ask somebody. (laughs) They might know. Well, you've already opened up yours. Let me get... Ah, Man, that was a solid... I can already smell it. I smelled it as soon as I opened it up. It wasn't even near my face. smells
1: smells aggressive. I got like a, is it grape? Like a green grape? Yeah. Tastes like sparkling white grape juice. I mean, more alcoholic, obviously. Um, Maybe
0: it tastes like the, what's the beverage that comes out? Champagne? Once a quarter? The The body? Don't you drink the body? The blood of Christ? The blood of Christ? It It tastes tastes like like the blood blood of Christ. Christ.
1: (laughs) The blood of Christ. (laughs) But
0: like the white, the white sparkling wine version (laughs) instead of the red. Right. Okay, so recreational leagues. We're actually both in a recreational league right now playing adult softball.
1: And I am in an adult bowling league as well. And we've had past experiences in adult rec soccer leagues.
0: Yep. And I'm also in a part-time adult pole dancing class for adult men who are under the height of six feet
1: and that's offered through
0: gold's gym
1: they are really branching out Mm -hmm. impressive Impressive. they
0: instead you know like whenever it's time to put the weights up they actually stack the weights on a 45 bar and Mm -hmm. then sit it up so that's so it doesn't move Yeah. yeah okay Alright. And you know, since we're significantly smaller than the bar, it doesn't you know. I mean,
1: I get it. Functional you're using the weight functionally. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's awesome, Steve. I'm I'm looking forward to video. Oh, you're not gonna
0: get that. any of that. Oh. It's just gonna be for the girls. I mean for the one girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good catch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your thoughts on Rec League's Victor.
1: Let's start it off. With a calling back to our youth, Steve, how's that sound? That sounds fine. I know we've me. we've already outlined what we participate in currently, mm-hmm. uh, highlighted by Steven's adult all male pole, pole dancing, dancing. classes mm-hmm. um, league. I should say <laughs>
0: it's competitive,
1: uh, but we all started somewhere, right? We started as kids playing some sort of recreational sport, and right. and obviously. We're gonna include everything in there. We're including your your ballet and your dance classes in there. We're including everything outdoors. You were you know all the kindergartners running around. kicking each other in the shins during soccer kickball. You know, it, sure, uh, I was I was not aware of any kids kickball leagues, but that sounds
0: fun. Uh, what's the most dangerous rec league that you can think of for a kid? Uh, football, pee wee football, prob-
1: probably. I mean, it depends how they're taught and how they're coached. Um, definitely dangerous. I thought personally, like being involved, and this wasn't as a kid, it was more of a teen, but like Pony League Baseball.
0: You thought that was dangerous?
1: Mostly because like these kids are out there whipping the ball at you. You know, the pitchers are with oh, zero control. control. Yes, yeah, that's right. and you're yeah. just standing in the box like waiting to get smashed in the... That's true testees I mean like even this. in
0: even in recreational baseball all the way up to high school you know we would have I think we had a league all the way up to like 16 year old something like that maybe 18 probably not that high though but you would still have people in a rec league they're people who are not necessarily good mm. and you know you're you're subject to get hit by these oh, yeah. some people who could oh, happen yeah. to throw 70 miles per hour but have you know zero control
1: yeah so do you consider like I mean, I guess we can't include team sports in the sense of competitive, like, where do we start? High school? Middle school? Before it starts getting competitive? Well, I mean, rec league is is competitive, technically, I guess, and can get competitive, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, once you started playing more organized, like, as a team sport for, you know, you represented your school or your church or whatever, you know, um, at what point does it not qualify as a rec league?
0: Oh, um, I think my my uh, interpretation of a recreational league is either in your city or your county. Like, in, okay, all right, yeah. So once you once you start going outside of that, and um, it is possible, and, and this is actually how like the Little League World Series happens, is that you win your county, and then you win your region, and then you win your state. Mm. And then you keep going until you're, yeah, you, can you know,
1: represent you, your full.
0: You, repre- you represent your state or your country at the end of the day. You know yeah. if you're if you're playing. Well, I guess I guess we have multiple states in the world, the Little League World yeah, Series. Yeah, we have our it's own a little little bit Yeah. Well, I'm saying like even whenever you get to the to playing like Japan and China and all that's all those countries. We, I think we still have multiple states that are in the tournament.
1: Well. I think the way they've done it in recent years—not to get off on too much of a uh, tangent here—in past years it might have been different, but in recent years it's been the U.S. has a, basically a tournament of its own to play, you know, s- other states from the U.S. Right,
0: but I thought they still like had multiple teams in the. I might be wrong. I don't know. But anyways,
1: Actually, now that you say that, I might be right. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. Anyways, so like getting back on. Uh, I like guess subject when you were saying, what makes it recreational? Mm-hmm. You know, being local to me means recreational. Is that the same for you, or do you have some other yeah, interpretation? Yeah,
1: definitely. I, I would agree. I just wasn't sure. I
0: um, think there's actually different levels for recreational leagues too. Even when you're a kid, you know, you can still be in uh, a more difficult or uh, more lax uh, rec league, mm-hmm. and I think that. I think that's kind of advertised when you're signing up. I'm sure things are different now. Uh, I think even when we signed up for for softball, there was, what, 10 different leagues? uh, League A through F or something like that? I mean, that's not 10, but uh, maybe more than that, like H. Yeah. So it's either, and I don't even know if this is by talent, which I think it is by talent, or if it's just by location. Like here's in this section of Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's different options as well.
1: So growing up, like, uh, I guess we'll start with, you know, what sports did you participate in? What sports or, you know, rec activities Mm -hmm. did your friends participate in siblings, whatever? What did they get involved with? Why did they, and you know, what was the exact purpose behind it? Was it kind of, uh, your parents said, Hey, you're going to do a sport and just forced you into it. And then you got to pick, you know, which ones you ended up liking in the end or, uh, you know, do you think you got a lot out of it? Was Mm -hmm. it in the sense, was it a more development league? Like you used the rec league as a youth to springboard into more competitive uh, leagues like that.
0: Uh, I started off playing, I guess, little league baseball when I was like, I don't even know what the earliest age you can do is – five years old maybe and or t-ball right you play t-ball for a few years or a couple years until you start getting the basics of like what the bases are and you know like when you move and when you stay on the base and it's still difficult at that age to understand i mean like watching those kids play it's it's difficult to understand or for them to understand when to move and and when to stay still because they're kids that you know they don't stop for anything so whenever they they stop on a base it's you know you're lucky uh, and you see a lot of inside the park home runs there. They um, call them little league home runs. Yeah, and, and I, I think uh, just my dad threw threw ball with me when I was young, and you know he he was actually a head coach of a baseball team, multiple years of recreational league when I was a kid of high schoolers, and so I think growing up around that, it was just kind of me transitioning into that as well. Like I just picked it up. We threw the ball around. Uh, I think it was kind of set. In my path, that I was going to play baseball no matter what. Uh, fortunately for me, I enjoyed it. I'm sure some people play some sport when they grow up and they and they can't stand it. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was kind of fun. It was also like a bonding opportunity as well. You know, you get to get to play with your dad, throw the ball around the house, and uh, I don't know. It's something we always grew up enjoying because you know we also watch baseball too. Um, sure. Same thing with my brother. He he played baseball at a young age too. He's far more successful at baseball than I am. Currently playing at Guilford College. Go so, Quakers?
1: Quakers. Yeah.
0: They have the Quaker Dude, their logo is the ugliest of is it logos. it the Quaker man? It, it should be. Like, uh, it would look better than what they have. The, the clip art picture that they have as nice. their logo. So, he grew up doing that. And I think he also played basketball. Just to get a, an idea of...
1: You didn't play basketball?
0: I didn't play basketball. Huh. I played church basketball, like church league basketball in high school or maybe it was like after I graduated.
1: But that was essentially like purely recreational. Yeah.
0: And it was just bonding and, you know, we already played we had buddies that would meet every Friday at one of the local gyms and uh someone could get keys to it and we would just play every Friday and then eventually it developed into do you want to play for the church basketball team? So uh, that's about it, though. I mean, like I, I tried to play club baseball. I was terrible at it. I wasn't as good uh, as I was in high school. So that that delves out of the whole recreational league thing. But that's that's like my whole historical past. Is yeah. there anything in, on your side that you grew up playing soccer or hockey or
1: all the things? Because
0: uh... you were in Pittsburgh, so it was a little bit colder there. You guys had a little bit. I guess different yeah. sports that were popular in the North part of the United States.
1: I mean, I, I grew up doing a little bit of whatever. Uh, my parents, my mom was a little overprotective, and my dad was more of a, a dad. So we had different exchanges on, uh, you know, what kind of sports I was going to be involved in. Uh, mom didn't want anything contact-related. No um, football. No foosball. Yeah, and, and growing up, you know, I don't even know i i mean i am a, a small dude so growing up i was always smaller than everyone else and that was a big driving factor in what sports i pursued so rec league started with soccer t-ball the classics uh basketball as well which was surprising I actually made a travel team um rec league travel team gosh i want to say this was around middle school age uh you know, even though the, I was like four foot nothing at the time. Yeah, I had, I balled pretty hard. I had some skills, you know. So uh, that was it. I really didn't pursue too much in the realm of rec leagues other than, you know, use them to develop skills a little bit, which translated into moderate success at the the higher actual competitive levels of like baseball. And that's pretty much it. Played some deck hockey. Ice hockey was too expensive, so deck hockey wasn't even a rec league. It was more of just pickup.
0: Deck hockey is roller. Street blading. street hockey. Yeah, street hockey.
1: Um, Would you think that
0: hurts worse, street hockey? No. Is there not less pads? Plus, like the. I guess you're not using a puck, you're using I mean, like one of those little rubber balls. Yeah,
1: you don't really check as much.
0: Yeah, you don't want to fall on, especially the, in on rec, the asphalt. Especially in rec leagues. And that's up. not even
1: like deck hockey. I guess the difference between deck hockey and street hockey is the surface. Like deck hockey is an actual like hard plastic surface. So you're not dealing with asphalt. That was about it. Had a lot of fun. Uh, I pursued sports like wrestling and then to appease my mom. I mm-hmm. did a lot of dance stuff as well. But that's that's about it and at that point they weren't wreck they were like competitive and associated with school and stuff.
0: What do you you think any of those sporting events or uh, i guess like sports that you played had any direct effect on you growing up as a person?
1: You know, um I wish it would have had more of an impact. I wish I would have been pushed more towards soccer. I mean, as you know, uh, we're both big fans of football. Yep. Um the
0: one true football.
1: Yeah so you know I wish someone would have pushed me a little harder into that to focus more and try harder and be better uh, but it just wasn't wasn't meant to be so it is what it is but no i don't I don't think the actual development of any of those sports really paid off necessarily but that's not to speak for the rec league it's more to speak uh, in my own pursuits I just didn't focus hard enough and and use those skills to like I said I I ended up wrestling and focused my time on on that so that was it and singing and dancing yes those aren't And wearing makeup on stage no comment and lifting heavy weights which one was to compensate for the other uh I had to I had to sing and dance with makeup in order to bring down how masculine I was. I didn't want to intimidate people. You know. Well, you don't know. You don't know what that's like at all. Machismo. Yep. So that's that. Call. Shout out to my murder of crows. Call. So, Vic, what what do you got for me? All right. Here's what I got for you, Steve. It's a big one, right? Dads. And moms.
0: Oh, well. Oh. I already, I already know. I already know the answer. I know what you're asking, and it is: What are parents doing? Like, what? What? What are the parents that are watching the game and getting too worked up? What are you doing? Yeah. Doesn't
1: Adam Sandler yell that in a movie?
0: I'm sure. Or, Probably. or uh, Rob Schneider. Yes, Rob Schneider in the in uh, ha- not Happy Gilmore, but a uh, Animal. Uh, well, he's in, no. That's when Adam Sandler is in the Animal, and he does the You Can Do It. Wait, Adam Sandler does that? And the animal he does,
1: dude. I am so confused.
0: The movie is ro- is around Rob Schneider. This is, we're totally off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you're talking about what parents parents reactions to kids games. Yep. Absolutely. It is frustrating, but I've seen. Okay, at what age do you think is is acceptable? Right, because my biggest thing is seeing moms at soccer games. Soccer moms, yeah, but I've seen worked up soccer moms. Okay, I'll be honest. From where I'm where I'm from, dads don't really give two craps about soccer. Mm. So the moms are taking are taking the kids to soccer practice and then going to the games. Then they're getting very invested in the games, and that's where they learn to become hyper competitive. Mm-hmm. So you and... think the parents
1: are rubbing? It's not necessarily the sport itself that's causing the over competitiveness it is the parents that are over competitive do you think they uh,
0: so? i think it is it could be correlated to the sport because base mm, i don't know actually I, I really don't know that one i know that soccer and and soccer moms were linked to more dads are really bad at baseball games i've yeah. seen dads bad at And hockey games really for okay. sure and basketball games yeah so i guess dads aren't at soccer <laughs> games it okay pa-
1: parents have the Overreaction market cornered when it comes to rec league sports, that's and true, and just in general competitive sports. But uh,
0: well, what it what at what age do you think it's fair to be upset at the referee? Like no age, like it doesn't it doesn't even matter because it's a recreational game.
1: It depends on the situation. If something's like dangerous play that is just being let go at points, I mean, you gotta be upset and you gotta try and protect your kid. Right. You know, that's your flesh and blood out there. I get that. But at certain points, I mean, it's just too much. Like you're an adult, you should act like it. You should learn or have learned previously not to be doing that kind of stuff, you know. Some of the parents are out there calling out the like the kids that are causing problems out there. Not their Ooh, own. Oh yeah. Or like They're getting in their out, in the other kids' face. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you I mean if you or touch getting, that kid, you're going to jail. Or like that's assault of a minor. Getting in the other
0: kid's parents face. Oh,
1: that's that's unacceptable but also extremely entertaining.
0: Oh, I'm, Yeah, it's it's really really awkward, but it's kind of fun to watch from like a far away distance. Far far well, away. For me though, I I don't well, first of all, parents probably shouldn't be getting work, that worked up about it.
1: Do you have any specific examples? Have you seen this in person before?
0: Uh, so I was in a rec league in in Sanford, North Carolina, uh, baseball rec league in high school. Backwoods, some backwoods people. I mean, the coach, the one, of the coach's son was on the team. Uh, he was a pretty good player. He was, you know, he was relatively good. He was one of their one of our pitchers too. Well, we had like a ten run inning, and then went out in the field, and I think he walked somebody, and. Our coach had already gone up to the mound that inning. He went up to like the, the baseline and then flagged the catcher to go up and talk to the pitcher. Well then the umpire said that he was visiting the mound and then it was the second time that inning, so he was gonna have to pull the pitcher out and then he got in, like he got into it with the umpire. Yeah. And said that, you know, I had I didn't make my way up there. I was just flagging the guy over there and he's like, I'm sorry, you going to take you going to take your pitcher out and the pitcher was his son. So they got into it. Then the other coach, who was already visibly pissed that his team had given up so many runs in like the first couple innings, he's like, Why don't you go sit your ass back down on the bench? And then so he gets in the coach's face, or like our coach gets in their face, and it literally turns into a brawl. And I'm in the outfield, and I'm like jogging in into the infield, and people are like shoving each other, and they call the police. <laughs> uh, and. I think we end up losing by default because of everything that happened, but that was like a classic example of just the game literally meant nothing, but people were getting all worked up over it, so, I mean, that's, it was kind of embarrassing to see that grown grown people get so worked up over uh, certain games like that, yeah. I mean, we were having a good time. We were obviously we were scoring some runs.
1: I mean, if that's your job, if that's your career, I get where your coach is coming from. You know, he did not make his way out to physically visit the man, Yeah, but and the umpire calling him like that—that's weak sauce. But it's a bad example to set in oh, front of yeah. your kid too, oh, yeah. though. I'm talking if you're a professional, then you. F- oh yeah, feel free to get in that umpire's face. But well,
0: I think that's the fine line. Is that since since people are not going to go any farther than the recreational league. This is like they want to take this seriously, and we see that in the leagues that we're into.
1: That's a great transition, Steve. Do you think you're wrapped up with kids leagues?
0: Uh, Let's let's stay in the kids league just for a second, because yeah, I agree that was a good transition. But um, I think there is just a lot of competitiveness because people aren't able to go to the next level, and so if you know you're winning in, I mean, it's already difficult to win. certain games in certain sports right but then if you are winning you know or if you're playing close games and then you're coming out on top it's, it just feels pretty good no matter what the competition it's is. like
1: saying you know one of the biggest pieces of bull crap that came out of this college football season was UCF awarding themselves the national title a fake national title because they went undefeated or something like that yeah you know and they didn't get into the college football playoff so that idea of over-competitiveness and wanting to win, giving themselves a national title because they went undefeated, I think it plays to that. What you mentioned is that a lot of those people know they're not going to play at the next level. They're not going to get to the NFL, yeah. and they were, in their eyes, snubbed from getting a shot at the actual national title, so they wanted to reward themselves with... And that's not rec league. It's, In my opinion, it's a rec league move, I mean, you clearly did not win a the national title. Or participation oh, trophy? Yeah, that's your participation trophy. Good for you. That's awesome. That's like, there's plenty of teams. There are professional teams that do that, and and it's and it's not the teams themselves. It's the leagues. The Washington Capitals are are one of note. They win the President's Trophy every once in a while, which is most points in the regular season, and they win division titles. Uh, pretty frequently and they hang those banners up proudly oh we won this division we won this division
0: it just means nothing
1: yeah it means nothing I don't see any Stanley Cups bro (laughs) that's all I'm saying you're now
0: winning when it matters most it doesn't mean anything that's all I'm saying
1: like this idea of I mean we're turning professional sports into rec league sports by giving out participation awards for oh you finished first in the regular season okay it's the regular season for a reason doesn't matter you just have to perform enough to qualify for the playoffs, and that's when business is done.
0: What well, do you have any feelings on parents?
1: I have a mom and a dad. <sighs> Their parents not surprised you uh, said something like that. I don't know. My mom was not really into sports at all, mm-hmm. and my dad is just a laid-back dude. And like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean. I don't have any specific examples of ever seeing anyone. I mean, our coaches would stick up for us occasionally, especially basketball. Our team was terrible. The fact that I was on it clearly Mm. means that we were terrible, but the coach was, you know, he was going to bat for us, even though it was basketball. So I was going
0: to ask this is the part that I skipped over earlier that I wanted to say and just totally forgot. Nice. Parents, we know that parents get worked up over these games. But is it valid in some instances that they're worried about their kid's safety? Mm-hmm. They want their kid to do the best because they want their kid to eventually progress out of just playing in rec leagues. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever you see your kid get shafted, uh, that's a that could be a potential consequence of, or the, a potential consequence could be that the kid may not get as much playing time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he didn't come through whenever he needed it because it's a bad call, no matter what, coach could just be like, Yeah, well, you know, he's not giving Siddle. me he's not giving me what I need. Yeah. Um, so do you think it's a little bit of frustration on a parent's part seeing that it's un that there was some undoing or some wrongdoing on behalf of his kid or her kid? Yeah.
1: And some of some of it's valid, like you mentioned. You know, it can be a missed call or a bad call or wanting to protect their kid, but a lot of it is you know, you have these parents who are living vicariously through their kids. The only way they can relive the glory days, or you know, have their kids achieve success, is through some of these rec leagues and development leagues, getting them into the more competitive leagues. So yeah, they're out there. It's not merited. You know, you see those stories and movies and whatever all the time. Where what's that one uh, with the pitcher? The rookie. No. The one with these kids. Dennis kid? Quaid. No, the one where he's a kid? Rookie of the year? No. The one where the dad beats him. Who was who's in that? You sent the
0: it. newer one? Oh, it's yeah. got uh, uh the Gaddison Training Day. The, Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk, yeah. yeah he's that the looks, dad. That was looks like a good movie.
1: Yeah. Uh but he like physically beats his kid to get him to and like mentally abuses him to get him to achieve greatness and you know, because he wasn't he was a nobody. Yeah. Ethan Hawke's character.
0: Right. So, and then his kid was a good baseball player, but he was like, "I'm going to make you work your ass off to get where you need to be." Yeah.
1: And you're going to hate me for it, but you're going to get where you want to be. So, but at that point, are you Is it worth it? Yeah, is it worth are you driving your kid into it yet one? Yeah, because you want them to get there. But two Maybe it's because they don't like, know that they want you, it bad enough. Are you forcing your kid to hate the sport? Like do you think that happens? Do you think there's kids out there, and I'm sure there are, that just quit because their parents are the ones who are not oh, forcing yeah. them. Like they had this passion at first for the sport, and then it just slowly eroded into, mm-hmm. you know, being forced to do things.
0: I've definitely heard that before. They they have a lot of fun with it, but their parents got so serious with it um, that it was like really all their whole life, and so it got very controlling with it with the with the sport. So they um, eventually decided to hang it up. Damn boots. So back to the over competitive n- nature that we were discussing earlier. Yeah. Do we see that in our adult leagues? We, yeah, we do. All
1: the time.
0: And one of the bigger examples, I think, bigger than the softball, I don't think the softball one's that big. Mm. Uh, adult soccer. Dude. I've never seen. So many grown men just, like, shove each other.
1: I wonder if it's because we play indoor.
0: Probably. I
1: feel like if we play outdoor... You'd
0: have more space.
1: Yeah, you'd definitely have more space. I think the
0: issue is that you just have so many people on top of each other in a small, confined space Mm -hmm. that it's kind of bound to happen. And then that plus, like you said, indoor, everything is pushed up against the wall, and there's no out-of-bounds. So it's just so much easier to pressure people that way. Yeah. But yeah I I think people get very competitive um in those things and I think it addresses an issue or uh something that I brought up earlier which is if you're not going to get any farther than a rec league you might take the rec league too serious mm. too seriously
1: yeah and then these people you know with softball you've and and soccer and yeah pretty much softball and soccer that we participate in it's got like former athletes of those sports like guys who played baseball girls who played softball guys and girls who played Mm -hmm. soccer you know they played competitively at some point whether it was rec league or high school some you know college or club whatever it might be they played and they played competitively and they bring that same edge to the rec league and it's like yo mike is you know five foot ten 300 pounds and he's out there to have some fun and get some exercise like you can't be the other guy who former college d1 athlete who's now an accountant doing rec league too competitive you got teams out there with these absurd matching uniforms yeah we saw that recently unbelievable
0: people they look like they spend you know hundreds of dollars got like 12 bats and then we still beat beat them yeah, that, beat that, that team was weird. Yeah, awesome. it's
1: just like, I'm, I'm there to have fun. I mean, I'm going to bring a little bit of a competitive edge. Obviously, I want to win. Everybody wants to win.
0: Yeah, right? well, I would hope so. Except millennials. I mean, why why would you want to be playing if you're not going to want to win? Right. But I, I think there is a, you know, you toe a fine
1: line of being overly competitive and uh, and enjoying it. Yep, you just got to watch out for those people who do take it a little too seriously. Yeah,
0: and I think, it you know, you can boil it down to... Um, wanting to impress your coworkers or your friends like how good you are at a sport you know now I guess at a younger league or like in a younger league, it's all about development and trying to prove how good you are and how how much potential you have and then now it's just kind of um you can brag about your stats or you can uh you know you again prove your friends your family or your coworkers um that you're athletic so Amazing, but then you know I'm on the I'm on the side of pretty competitive as well. So I just don't get in anybody's face over something as silly as that, that.
1: Not worth it. Not worth it. You got any anything else to say about rec leagues, dude? I'll tell you what about rec leagues as an adult. You got to find yourself a rec league where you can drink beer and still participate in a quote unquote sport. I'm involved in an adult bowling league right now. That is now there are plenty of adult bowling rec leagues that are like very competitive, and they still you know you drink a beer, or whatever. It's it's bowling. Uh, Chug a damn beer, the, boy. The league that I'm in is like Get you know we you have more. fun, we have raffles, we bowl, we drink beer, we take have,
0: shots off of belly dancers. That's not true, but suck on maybe. girls' toes. <laughs>
1: That's also not true. It's um, good luck. We uh, have happy hours and stuff. It's a pretty good time. Yeah. It's a solid league. You know, we do stuff is outside of the co-ed? league. It is co ed. Okay. Yeah, it's a fun time. Um, and I think that's another thing. Sounds we, like you're having fun. We wanted to touch on uh, with co ed leagues. Is there a co ed pole dancing league? Mm-mm. That wouldn't be allowed. Mm. All right. Just wondering asking for a
0: friend so Vic have you ever used a bathroom <laughs> no at one of these establishments yeah man let
1: establishment let's talk about that because that's weird locations so like we're talking about recreational bathrooms we're going with national parks we're going with parks and rec establishments you know we play at like a, a local park uh, we're talking about holes camp, in camp the ground. ground bathrooms holes in the ground you know what Dance are some on the crazy ground. things? You guys got to comment or like let us know in person. What's the craziest bathroom you've seen? In a, in a situation like this, we're talking. I mean, I've been to some campgrounds before where they've got animals living in the like a raccoon. Yeah, like raccoons, in bathroom? possums in the bathrooms. So they're like nope. they'll shut them down. They'll be like, ah, oh, you can't go in there. Uh, you've got snakes in the showers. You've got spiders all over the place. Yeah, you know, it's a wild time, man. I yeah. mean, you are in the outdoors, and that facility is just kind of in the middle of nowhere.
0: Well, okay, so who is cleaning the bathroom? That's a great question. Is that is that a county thing? I mean, it
1: depends. I because guess. that job sucks. I guess who owns it? Like, I don't think it's, like, the park rangers who do it, but I'm sure someone employed by the park.
0: Interns.
1: And it's probably, like, a once-a-month kind of thing, you know?
0: Uh, Definitely once a month. Maybe. At the, at the very... Maximum. I mean,
1: the only saving grace we had. Well, someone's
0: got to change the toilet rolls, though. So maybe it's yeah, quick. Maybe, maybe it's, it's more, more than frequent that. than that. Uh, they just someone's like holds their nose and then throws like toilet of... rolls inside In the... the stall. I mean, we had, but they're so dirty and they're so like people uh, graffiti all inside the bathroom. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's just not an inviting clearly... place. They always,
1: always smell. I don't understand, like. How... the ventilation is the ventilation terrible like i don't know i don't get it i mean it's like someone just freshly crapped right on the floor not even in a toilet it's just sitting there smelling up the place
0: well as we've known from prior episodes it doesn't matter where you're at crap could be on the floor or on the wall and it doesn't have to be like uh, an, out, an outdoor, place. Did we talk? We did talk about that, right? Probably. We probably
1: mentioned that. Why don't Someone you guys go the back wall? and listen <laughs> to our, all our, our prior episodes and tell us which episode we talked about poop on a wall?
0: Like, I think it was like seven or something. Was, it, it, was it was earlier 30. on.
1: Yeah, um,
0: we've already. Hey, we're episode seventeen, 17 man. Huge.
1: Wow, we're getting there. Our following has increased. to negative him. four people. Yeah, and there's uh,
0: nine people in Ontario.
1: Have you ever been? So the the park that we go to, it's always a little shady, like sometimes like
0: someone's doing meth in front of the door.
1: Yeah, like or, like of the bathroom, and then maybe like you see some homeless people around occasionally. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do they do they live there? Is that the bathroom? I that think they use what normally? they do is
0: they go to the gym, shower there, and then just like hang out by the bathroom. Like oh, yeah, when they get done. Huh. All right, I'm done with the gym. And then I'm going go go to go walk walk to a park and then just hang out by the bathroom. Interesting. And maybe do drugs. I don't know. Maybe. Why not?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Uh, there
0: was a guy on the other side of the bathroom the other day. I guess the bathroom's on the back side of the building, on the front side. I'm pretty sure a guy was homeless, like, taking up this whole picnic table and no one wanted anything to do with it. So, um, I think it was pretty obvious.
1: Nice. That sounds fun.
0: But that, I mean, that's the downfall of having a public restroom is that you can't, you can't uh, vet people going into the bathroom,
1: I guess. Can't give it the same care that...
0: Yeah, because, I mean, literally anyone could go in the literally. bathroom. Anyone. And you're not, I mean, not that you should uh, forbid people from going to your bathroom, but when people have a clear lack of respect for the bathroom mm. i think then it, that's a problem you know that's a problem yeah um i don't really know how you help that problem though you
1: know i don't know
0: because i mean just because one person did it doesn't mean that any that all homeless people would do that or you know something you know. on my soapbox here
1: you have any crazy stories about public restrooms like that out in the open you ever taken um, a poop in a
0: hole? i remember driving home off of 40 and i had a poop real bad and i drove off of an exit and then the exit kept like it just kept going and there was no there were no gas stations or bathrooms for probably five miles and i didn't know that until i found a park and then i pulled in the park and then just ran and t- used the toilet at the um at the park there. Not the park. What is the what is it called? Like a where you camp out? The campgrounds. Yeah. Campgrounds. So I went to nice. go poop at the campground bathroom.
1: How were the bathrooms?
0: Terrible. Yeah. Uh, that serious. is where it just felt like there was a bat in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something felt off about it. I think I had to wait for like two kids to get out. They both dropped a, a you know. I'm not going to get into that. stanker. Yeah. Waiting some kid. We should talk about why kids... Pull their pants all the way down the bathroom. That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: That's for a future episode. Yeah,
0: but there you go. There's a teaser for a future episode. Why the hell do kids drop their pants all the way down? Idiots. Parents take them to a stall. No. Or make them pee their pants.
1: It'll be like what I tell my dog. No.
0: Yeah. No. Anything. Not pee
1: on Steven's shoes.
0: Anything that you've seen. Clean bathrooms, clean public bathrooms. Dude, I've got to Homeless say, so
1: like when I was referencing campground reckoned. bathrooms back in the day, I was involved in the Boy Scouts and we would go camping and it was our responsibilities. You know, each troop would kind of have their own bathroom to clean and you Ooh. cleaned them every single week. Just, so, just
0: the guys' bathroom?
1: Yeah, it, it was Boy Scouts. At the time, only, not, but... only boys were allowed. Um, That has changed since. Uh, but because now it's yeah. called the transgender jock scouts, transgender jock scouts. <laughs> Is that what you said?
0: I don't know what I said,
1: mommy. My yeah, so we cleaned those bathrooms and they were pristine, pristine, pristine campground bathrooms. So you guys like got so, bleach, those are positive stories, knocked it down. But I mean, occasionally there would be snakes in there, you'd have to deal with them. One <laughs> time, de- like just like not even that one big time, of an one issue. kid eh, mixed a couple a different uh, mist- mixed. like I made ammonia. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it filled the entire bathroom. Everyone's like, like eh. yeah, with uh, like <laughs> some sleepy. sort of gas. And uh, we all exited and left the door open, and we had to wait for a while. It was a good time. Idiot. Cool. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Other than that, all of my experiences in recreational park bathrooms have been terrible. They smell, they're dirty, they're nasty, they remind me of like. Indoors, if I had to compare them mm-hmm. to an indoor bathroom, like a uh, actual facility, it'd be like truck stops and bowling alley. There you go. My biggest, one of my biggest fears in life is having to poop in a bowling alley, and I Why? spend a lot of time in bowling alleys. Why? I, it, they disgust me the bathrooms are so the never... bathroom at
0: your bowling alley is disgusting
1: yeah man i mean have you been Does to it have a, a glory have you been to a bowling alley with a nice bathroom i mean i guess when I don't you really go, bowling, go around you, yeah you don't really bathrooms that... you don't really uh you know you're bowling you're there I mean, for an hour it can't be as bad
0: as like a bar bathroom yeah true true that's about as low as you can get yeah some well, of those think, are disgusting i don't think i've ever a dive bar
1: used anything other than a
0: urinal like bottle. London Bridge. Eh, it's not that bad it's just not great though yeah. just think of some of the Shout oils. out to London Bridge your bathrooms we have some stickers in there. Subpar so leaving the bathroom and entering the the gauntlet the
1: gauntlet
0: of Versus
1: Versus verses. on this week's Versus We are presenting to you options and obviously the most correct recreational snack. Correct. What do you want to snack on when you are out there in your rec league performing? Playing
0: soccer, playing basketball, baseballing it up. Baseball. What is another sport that people play? NASCARing. Corn nuts. That's not a thing. That's what I associate with NASCAR. Uh, Love corn nuts. Oh, I have a good... Okay, so...
1: Does beer count as a beer does not it's not a snack we're talking food items not I mean, beverages I like, be beverages beer. can be <laughs>
0: beverages can be their own category okay i was going to say cuz like now that you're an adult you know you could have a beer an adult before or during a game i guess if you're if you want to sure. be irresponsible or responsible yeah we had drunk parents at our rec- recreational games
1: that is in the rules for the softball league no beer no alcohol oh really it is the uh, bowling league. It is encouraged. So, <laughs> very turn, different leagues. Turn up. In. Uh But yeah, I mean, you harken back to the days of youth recreational soccer. You had Orange Slices and Capri Suns. Uh, Boom. Or High Seas.
0: Yeah, we had High Those Seas. Those were the ultimate no success, man. No one cut up Orange Slices for us.
1: What? What?
0: No one Where did. did that. You?
1: Bananas. Oh, you had bananas instead? Yeah. Where did you go? I mean, I'm talking when I lived in Alabama. That was like the thing. Orange, orange slices? slices? Boom. Yeah. Because you're playing I mean, in that, maybe, but that desert heat down st- there. That but, hot, humid weather. But don't you
0: want more potassium than you want calcium?
1: Probably. But that's... But I they know. know no better than us from Alabama. I don't know why. You're right. I mean, have you ever eaten a banana and then tried to run around?
0: Oh, all the time. And I have a little bit of a tummy ache. That's right. That's right. You do. Uh, so banana,
1: uh, <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> None of those qualify on my list. I'm just kidding. Oranges only. Really? I'm not saying it's the top snack. I'm just saying it's an option.
0: Well, as a baseball player, I would say sunflower seeds skyrocket. They're up to there, the top man. Top of the list. They are... They are up there. All right, but with here's the, the
1: frustrating thing. So, like, I totally understand the merit of sunflower seeds, and I personally love them. But to play devil's advocate, there's a lot of work that goes into those things. You know, for a little
0: bit of reward, for
1: very little reward. Yeah. And then, I mean, when I first started eating sunflower seeds, I would just put some in my mouth, chew them, and swallow them. Ooh, <laughs> dude! Until I learned, and I have, honed, I have honed my skills over the years. It took you years in being able to, you know, split, eat spit,
0: boom, good to go. You you throw them in your mouth, you set them on one side of your jaw, you pull one out at a time, and then you just do the, you know, rinse and repeat. But
1: I'm just saying, it's a lot of work, very little reward. No, it is. It is a lot of work. Is that going to factor into your...
0: No, because I like, well, okay, so when I was young, it was just regular sunflower seeds, and then as I grew older, barbecue seeds, ranch seeds, Mm. uh... I mean, dill pickle seeds. A couple different flavors. There's
1: literally yeah. so many seeds now, it, it's crazy. You've said literally about 12 times on this pod Have podcast. Have I? Today? I just, I just want you to be aware of that. Well, not I... today, just since we started recording. Oh, well, you know, one for each episode. Literally. What about pumpkin seeds? That's like a, Absolutely new, a new craze not. now. What? Really? Yeah. They're, they're in Don't you see those in MLB too? now. I guess you do. Yeah. yeah.
0: That sounds disgusting. Um. So that doesn't make the list because um I'm the uh, Gross. guy who decides.
1: Grass. Yeah. Double bubble.
0: Blech. Yeah.
1: Gum. That's Double bubble or or big league chew. Definitely depends on the sport whether or not you can put gum on the list. Uh. Well, if it doesn't allow gum, then it's not a sport not that a I want to play. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm a big League Chew kind of guy, despite the fact that last year I ordered a, like, 370-piece double bubble bucket.
0: Bubble, double, double, bubble. And
1: worked my way through every single piece of that. So, there's that. But, I mean, if I'm playing a sport, you know, especially... It was something about, you know, Big League Chew being cut into strings. It made kids feel like they were thrown in a big old cha, like a big red man.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it made you feel more like an adult. So
0: so I was looking up online top, uh, I guess, snacks, sports snacks. Two of them, I don't understand how they're on here. Carrot sticks, terrible. And Lara Bars...
1: Gross. What is it? Like vegetarian, vegan crap. Those are millennial snacks. Whatever list, it's probably like a BuzzFeed list. Vic is very Carrot sticks anti- and Luribars. bars. What's what Luribar? It's one of those health food Please things. Tell it's me. like a superfood bar. They claim to be healthy, but it's like all fat and carbs. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Uh, but it's natural. It's from natural ingredients. That's great. You're still eating a lot of sugar, you idiot. All right, Victor, get off your high
0: horse and tell me what is your favorite snack. My overall
1: favorite
0: snack. Sporting rec snack. Wreck snack. Rec snack. <sighs> you look like a peanut butter and jelly type of guy.
1: That's not a snack. I do. Like,
0: Watermelon slices. Normal snack. Dude, mini boxes of raisins. This, these I'm lists. telling you,
1: that list is like a millennial blog. It's, it's
0: like uh it is basically a a
1: whole foods you terrible, know, terrible. young shopping people cart. are the worst and i hate you i hate you you and your yoga get out of here what about gogurt mm-hmm.
0: no delicious the, hey hey but, you, you went from like oh god <laughs> but not a rec league snack i'm sorry really no
1: I mean that's, that's a little bit of nutrition, right? Yeah, it's just not functional. I don't want to eat I don't want to consume dairy products when I'm What about sporting it up? A multivitamin. Like a wait, 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 wait. wait. What <laughs> about <vitamins>. a Flintstones <laughs> multivitamin because those things You know what I've been doing recently? Were I've been eating gummy multivitamins as dessert. <laughs> and I debated I made candy pizza this weekend in which you take rice crispy treats and you put some icing on it, and then you put toppings, like different candies on it. I debated putting gummy vitamins on it just to make it somewhat healthy. So there's that. Anyway, off subject, ultimate recreational snack. I don't know. You have to go first. I, didn't, I didn't put enough thought in it. Capri Sun is my drink of choice. You can't. no, Not Gatorade? Nah, Capri Sun, man. Really? <laughs> Gotta get that or delicious. Or Powerade delicious i don't care about electrolytes i just we can want, talk about Power i just Raider, want to ride Scaler. the wave man well what was their slogan God. it was like
0: blow me <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that doesn't uh it's not what about like some chocolate milk you know no dairy products respect what's in the pouch oh, okay. pre Sun, potato chips Meatballs? Come on! <laughs> is that a what?
0: Get out of here! It's what a, is this it's website? Pre, it's probably like chicken meatballs. It's a pre-event like... carbo-loading dinner.
1: It's stupid. Meatballs. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, I already Whatever. said it. You know, uh, it requires the most work out of any snack, but it keeps you keen, focused in on the game. Um, and you know, since you're in the, I was in the outfield a lot, outfield of a lot, and I wasn't moving around. Um, I was able to spend plenty of time mastering the art of sunflower seed chewing. So I'll go with sunflower seeds.
1: Sunflower seeds. Interesting. Um,
0: and I'm going to go with barbecue sunflower seeds if I had to pick one specifically.
1: Okay. I'm more of a ranch guy myself. Gosh.
0: Ranch sounds so... Southern Vic.
1: I'm looking at like suggestions. And I can't stuff. think of
0: anything good either, other than what we've listed. Other already. than
1: sunflower seeds, I mean, all these people with their healthy snack ideas on the internet. Don't let them brainwash you. Don't let. Them I saw do kale it. chips. I saw pretzels on here, and I was like, "All right, maybe," but like that's never happened. We would get on occasion, you know. So halfway through the game, you know, at halftime, that's when you get your Capri Sun and your orange slices. And then at the end of the game, you get like your water and Gatorade to drink. But then you also get, chips. yeah, Cheez-its. like those mini tiny bags. of you know, It was Fritos or Cheez-Its or Lay's chips, Doritos. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: I just don't think that's a snack though. Like a. Well, I mean, that's a it's it a is, snack, but it's, it's not. Defi-
1: it's not. It's unoriginal. You know, I see grapes on here. Definitely nice and refreshing. So
0: we could go fruit. We can go bubblegum. I could, or we can go I mean I think seeds. and
1: this plays into one of our earlier episodes y'all need to check it out on nostalgia but I just think the orange slices I mean they may not and your fingers are going to be sticky and like you know it is what it is but it just brings back brings me back
0: I'm a good old pineapple man myself you
1: know, I, I like refreshing biting into an orange you know doing the little mouth guard thing with the rind when you're done You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that whole thing. So I think orange slices would be my number one uh, rec snack, but on a functionality purpose, you know, there's a lot of work involved there. So I'm just gonna buy a bag of sunflower seeds at the store and throw them in.
0: All right. Well, you've heard our suggestions and our favorites. What is your favorite? Come check out our poll on myshotoflife.com/backslash/episodes or something like that.
1: You know, I think the only thing more refreshing than a cold orange slice during halftime or after the game is an ice-cold
0: beer. Beer. That's right.
1: So if I remember correctly, we tried one at the beginning of the episode, sipped on it throughout the episode, and Mm -hmm. now we're supposed to rate it, I think. Oh, yeah. I think that's how. I think this is the structure of the show. Could be wrong. It's my first time. Mmm. Actually, okay, so
0: I think our assessment at the beginning of the episode was, l- like, spot-on. Mm-hmm. Like, 280. It, is, it tastes like sparkling white grape juice. Yep. 100%. 100%. A little bit sweeter. Or I'm sorry, a little, a little bit sour. sour. More sour. Jim, you know, white, white grapes are more sour than the uh,
1: traditional purple. Red counterparts. Is it red? Is it purple? Sure. Red Whatever grapes. it is.
0: Red grapes. So, my assessment. Um, I I don't like Goseys that much. You know that you're more of sure a Gosay fan than I am. But I didn't think this was bad. Uh, I did think it was above average. Uh, I um I suggest getting it on a maybe like a warmer day. Yep. I'm gonna go with a three point two. Nice respectable you know above like i said above average and flavor wasn't bad
1: just yeah. uh wouldn't drink a lot of these now i'm a big of fan also a bit blasphemous blasphemous yeah it is <laughs> i defended my spirituality uh i'm a big of fan uh but i don't want to let my bias creep in here with you know giving it some outstanding score because I like, like you the always style do. of beer. It is delicious, but it's it's not even my favorite gosa. You know, so so gotta, what is it lacking for my gosa uh,
0: expert like yourself?
1: It's just I wanted something different. When I have a gosa, I want something unique. I don't want white grape. You want Spark- more, I don't do you want, want sparkling white grape juice. You want more tart? If I want sparkling white grape juice, I'm just going to drink sparkling white grape juice because it's sweet and well, delicious. Well, yeah, but that doesn't have alcohol in it. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay.
0: Well, see, so if you could get it with alcohol, would you get this? If you wanted to get it with alcohol, if, I guess.
1: If, I, if this was on the menu yep. along with another Gosa, I would probably get the other Gosa, knowing what this tastes like, whatever it might be. Could be by the same company. Anderson Valley makes a ton of different Gosa beers. Uh One of my favorites, the briny melon. they've also got a gin and tonic gosa uh one of the local craft brewers down here. I just recently had a strawberry gosa uh fantastic uh, I've had dill pickle gosa I've had watermelon gosa all delicious, so this doesn't really rank up there. I'm gonna have to give it like a three point four ooh it's good That's- beer. It's it's just not not wanted your, more from it wanted okay. more, I had higher expectations three point
0: four is still pretty good though you're saying to all those people out there if it's on the if it's the only say on the menu and then you're a say fan that's Go it. Ahead and get it that's a yeah. spot
1: but you know what you're in for you're not gonna be overwhelmed with but do you like exciting. more of a tart is that your thing yeah I like uh, sour you beer think, and you do think this is, definitely is. Good? oh it's sour
0: yeah well right, I know but I'm saying it's not as tart as what you would prefer.
1: I think I just want more diversity, not necessarily more So you taste too much of the it's the just, grape. it is a it is a yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a gosa. You know, it's not a specialty like I said the gin and tonic or the mm-hmm. briny melon, they've yep. got these extra flavors thrown in there. So this is basic basic standard and I think that's what they're maybe trying to play at with the the name of it. That it's just the original. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That's not what it's called, but that's what I...
0: The Holy Goose Ale.
1: Goose. Goose. Goose-ay. Goose. Goose Island.
0: Goose Ale.
1: Goose Island. We will never feature Goose Island on this show because I hate them and they talk talk like Chicago. It's one guy. I have no idea. He's what. like 22 like years old different old for the rest of his life and he just sounds like he's been in a closet. That piece of shit that did the commercial for Goose Island that was all over YouTube for like a year, Yep, and then, and then they did. removed it because, and they it acted was like so he bad. was n-
0: never there in the first place. Yeah. They just got rid of it, and you couldn't find it. I mean, anywhere. to be fair,
1: that was the that was the best thing they could have done. It was one of the worst commercials. That guy's voice.
0: Oh, uh, I think the I issue ever met that, that guy, They had so many. They had so many commercials on Spotify in
1: 2014 and YouTube. I mean, they got complaints after after complaint. Oh, after well, complaint. like. I remember pulling that
0: video up to see how many views it had, and then all of the comment section was just toxic. That's the episode. That's the episode. That's a wrap. Congratulations to Anderson Valley for making its first appearance on the podcast. Congratulations.
1: Woo. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast and giving it a listen. Remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you can stay up to date on all of our content. If you feel so inclined, please rate and leave us a review. It really helps to drive our exposure internationally. Don't forget to check out our website, myshotoflife.com, for all episodes and episode discussions. Feel free to visit those pages and vote in our versus polls. Also, the contact us page, please feel free to list suggestions on beers you'd like us to try, as well as new versus topics to discuss on the show. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at myshotoflife. And in addition to iTunes, please check out our SoundCloud and our Stitcher, where we will also be posting episodes each week. Feel free, as mentioned before, to reach out to us, call us, text us, send us mail. Don't call me. Do all the things. Alcohol requests, anything. Yes. What do you want us to try? What do you want us to rate? What do you want us to debate? One of these days, we'll find more stuff where we don't agree on. We'll get there. We're working working on it. Yep, we are. Just to give you entertainment.
0: Well, guys and girls, make sure you're safe out there in alcohol land. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> There's
1: beer rivers and
0: and boobs everywhere. Booze City.
1: Booze. I don't
0: know. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and always remember... Drinks are better with friends. Thanks.